Welcome to the Simple Cocktails podcast from Tales of the Cocktail 2016. I'm Greg Mays, Managing Editor of SimpleCocktails.net. And I'm Lisa Mays. Thanks for tuning in. This episode is sponsored by Jägermeister and Catoctin Creek Distilling Company, home of Roundstone Rye Whiskey. We survived. We I think we survived. The we first we day. barely got here. I don't know if we survived at all. <laughs> we didn't try really hard to not survive. Yeah, like I feel like we could have done better <laughs> for the first night of We're only here half a day. That that helped. It did. It, yeah. And we woke up at like the crack of dawn. Oh my gosh. Not even the crack of dawn. It, like before you know, dawn cracked. Before dawn cracked. <laughs> That's when we woke up. <laughs> That's exactly right. So yeah. we are this is the first of several uh, daily podcasts from Tales of the Cocktail in New Orleans, 2016. Tales of the Cocktail is a annual cocktail convention in it's, New Orleans. It's basically Greg's mecca. It's yeah. This I, is where he goes to die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think will you be die at home. Mecca. Is that? I don't, I don't <laughs> think that's the way Mecca works at all. Is it? Oh, okay. No. <laughs> so, uh, cocktail seminars. Famous cocktail people, mm-hmm. cocktail authors, everyone else you can think of. But pretty much everywhere I turn, Lisa notes this, everywhere I turn, it's like, oh, I know that person from here. Oh, oh my gosh, that's such and such. <laughs> and so it's, it's, it's a fun experience for me to be here because it's like, oh, I know that person. It's such a nice, huge community. It's such a awesome things to see over and over again. I see so many people in the lobby. Yeah. There you are, hugging yeah. each other, you know? Right. <laughs> They'd seen each other again this year, so it's, right. it's very cool. So uh, we got off our day to a good start because Bill and Chris from Santa Fe were on the plane with us. They were. Which was awesome. They had to also get up at the crack of dawn. They did. I'm before sorry Before dawn's for them. crack, yes. That's right. So <laughs> uh, got on the plane, got to New Orleans eventually, uh, were, were greeted kindly by Pernod Ricard. Yes. Pernod Ricard owns... Uh, Multiple brands of liquor that you've heard of, Jameson, Absolute Vodka, they own uh, Beefeater Gin, and so it was really cool. So they picked us up in basically a party bus. They did. With a stripper pole. With a stripper pole. (laughs) Nobody used it on this particular trip. You did use it to get out of your seat. I did. It was handy. It was. Now I'm thinking of installing one everywhere. And Poor things they had to pick us up first, though. So yeah, we it wasn't much of a party day. at 11 o'clock. That's all right. But it was a free ride yeah. with a stripper pole and lights. That was fun. And they gave us little flasks full of cocktails. Yes. So that was cool. I love them. It's a good start. And then, of course, made it to sticky and humid New Orleans. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which for us desert rats in Albuquerque is is intense. <laughs> it's an experience for sure. Yeah. And so uh, made it here, got ready, went to our first seminar. We started our day with a seminar. We did. Pretty it good. was a nice show, too. Like yeah, it was uh, a There big was a, a good chunk of people there. Yeah. Media, we got in a little bit later. Kemper English. Yep. Charlotte Voise. Yes. Jonathan Pogash sort of led the seminar, mm-hmm. uh, also known as the Cocktail Guru. Right. So seek him out. And Ian McLaren, who's a representative for Bacardi. And uh, has a lot of good insight into the Scotch world. He is Scottish himself. Yes. So that's a helpful thing, I think. The seminar was Mastering New Media. Mm-hmm. And so there was kind of like a lot of angles on it. Like, what should your bar do on social media? What should you do on social media? What Had to act you do? with an interview. Yeah. I thought that was super informative. It was, yeah. It was a, it was a good seminar. And it was good to start off like learning. <laughs> yeah. 
You know what I mean? It makes you feel like you're productive. You've done something. Yes. And then we had the chance to, uh, this was a big deal for me, Lisa. It was. You, you know this. You know I've been talking about it. We had a chance to sit down with Jeffrey Morgenthaler, mm-hmm. who some of you may not have heard his name, but Jeffrey Morgenthaler is a big deal in Portland and really the Pacific Northwest as far as cocktails is concerned. Right. I'll link to him in the show notes and all that kind of stuff. He's got a lot of great stuff going on. He's he's basically kind of invented some new kind of classic cocktails or reinvented some old ones. We had a minute to sit down with Jeffrey, and that was a really fun thing for me. What you have to do this week, Jeff? Uh, working, 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 trying to uh, get it to as many events as possible and definitely trying to eat as much as possible. What's your favorite thing to eat? Um, probably Poe Boys. Honestly, I'm a big sandwich guy, so I've been stuffing a lot of Poe Boys in my face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so here's, here's our debate, Lisa and I. Do you eat the oyster ones or the shrimp ones? Or I'm weird. I only like my oysters uncooked. I don't like fried oysters, so I eat shrimp. Um, one of my favorites is just like a sausage po' boy. Um, but pretty much anything I can, any of these sounds as you say, I can, I can stuff in my face. <laughs> you don't know me like this. I'm not eating all of this. <laughs> so our listeners are kind of a, a, a home bartending audience, and may or may not have heard of you. Which I have. I'm kind of a fan of yours. I know, right? So, um, you have been bartending 20 years. Yeah. Now you've been writing about it for 10, 10 or 11, something like that. Yeah. Right. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about where where you are, the bars you run, and uh, the kind of stuff you do. Yeah. Well, I'm in uh, Portland, Oregon. Uh, I've lived there for seven and a half years. Uh, I was in Eugene, Oregon before that. That's where I went to school and kind of started in the bar business. Um, I was going to architecture school and I needed a uh, summer job, so I got a job behind the bar. Actually, I got two jobs on the same day, washing dishes or Teddy bar and a, like, a really kind of scary dive bar. And I honestly didn't care which I did, so I, I, uh, I just took the bartending job because I thought it would be a better way to meet girls. Well, yeah, they also don't hang out in dirty dive bars. Uh, at least they didn't back then. Um, so, you know, <laughs> I, I guess I picked the right thing. I, I ended up kind of falling in love with it. And uh, uh, even after I graduated and was working in architecture firms, I just uh, I kind of faded out pretty quickly and was tending bar uh, full-time within a few years after graduating. And I've been running our programs and writing about it and writing books and articles and blog posts and doing videos and just as much as I can uh, to get, you know, my messages out. That's, I was going to ask why you do all that, but I guess you sort of answered it. So how did you get from dive bar to craft cocktails? Uh, well, I mean, it's a slow process, you know. I, 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 I got tired of having my life threatened. So I, I kind of moved up the ladder until I was in nicer, nicer bars, you know. Um, that bar's going to be a little scary. Yeah. Yeah. These interviews brought to you by the all-natural Machu Pisco, celebrating the centennial of the Pisco Sour. Visit and friend their Facebook page for recipes and celebrations of the cocktail and their co-master blender, who is older than the Pisco Sour. And then from there, we went on uh, back to the main location, the Hotel Montleone. 
I was able to speak with uh, Paul Clark, which was really cool. Yes. Uh, I saw Paul. I sort. I guess I, everybody sort of knows everybody from the internet, but Paul is a big deal because Paul is the editor of Imbibe Magazine, right. and Imbibe is like the magazine for cocktails. And so it was really great to get to talk to Paul. Special thanks to our sponsor, Jägermeister, the 80-year-old German digestif that's refined one year in oak barrels. Visit Jägermeister.com for cocktail recipes and more. This episode is also brought to you by Catoctin Creek Distilling Company, home of Roundstone Rye Whiskey, available in 14 states and internationally, fermented, distilled, aged, and bottled at their Virginia distillery. Do you know where your whiskey is made? Visit Catoctin Creek dot com for more information or to order online. And right after we saw Paul, I was able to uh, I w- there's so there's like a book signing area at Tales of the Cocktail. There's like a little bookstore. It's very tiny and very claustrophobic. <laughs> Is that <laughs> how you feel when you go in there? It's basically a closet. 
<laughs> but there's a crap load of books in there. There is. And the so, best of the best. Yeah. Including yours. Yay. Thank you very much. Yes. Way in the corner, Ciao. right next to like the tequilas and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the storage area. <laughs> if you look at our Snapchat, you should, uh, if you're getting this on the proper day that it's released, you should still see that picture on Snapchat. So hopefully it's there. It was your favorite, My favorite, favorite photo of the entire day. I was looking for it, you know? <laughs> That's how you do, right? Yeah. I had a thing, so I got to go see my thing. Yes, if I had a thing, I would go see it too. <laughs> and right. I would Snapchat it as well. There you go. So <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong. Uh, but then we saw Adam Ford. Adam Ford is the guy who started Atsby Vermouth, which is a vermouth company in New York. Right. They have unusual vermouth names, like something armadillo, or they're not like red or white. Or sweet oh, wow. or dry. They okay. Have interesting. He gets names. very creative. He does. Speaking of creative, though, right? So I reviewed his book on the blog, which will link to my review. Um, his book is called Vermouth, which is pretty awesome for a vermouth creator to do a book about vermouth. But the real killer, and he'll tell you about it in our interview. The real killer is about the photos. So let's hear what Adam had to say. Fantastic. This was her first cocktail book, but the sort of idea behind it was 
like she was talking to me as I was talking. How do you get that sort of that that, that sort of sexiness, that appeal, that allure, uh, and get that into a, a photograph of a cocktail? And she actually pulled it off, and she completely pulls it off. And I think that's really what contributes to the sort of the, the visual appeal of the book. It's crazy. I mean, cocktail books have photos of cocktails, but this one is it somehow like the sultry cocktail books. It's, it's super cool. Thank you. Yeah, that was that was the intention. I'm really glad that you noticed it actually, because I think you're right. I think you know these cocktail books and they have photographs of cocktails. Yeah. We wanted to do something a little special with this one. And Great, that just absolutely did a phenomenal job. Awesome. Well, it's great to meet you, Adam, and great job on the book, and everyone should pick it up for sure. Great. Thank you so much. These interviews are brought to you by Tanteo Jalapeno-Infused Tequila. Spice up your life with Tanteo's original 100% agave tequila, infused with fresh jalapenos. Perfect in a margarita, Bloody Mary, or any specialty cocktail that needs an extra kick. Para la buena vida, Tanteo. So we got to finish our night going to a couple of party-ish kind of things, which is usually what the nights involve, yes. the tales of the cocktail. Mm-hmm. And it's often that for, uh, I'm going to call, I'm not going to speak for you, but for old people like me. Uh, <laughs> that is are, the meanest thing you could have ever said to me. I didn't say it to you. <laughs> I said it to me. For old people like me, a party that starts at 10 p.m. is like, wow, that's really late. You know I what know. I mean? We got to gear up for that. We need yeah. a nap at least. A nap or something. <laughs> so we we went to the Sipsmith Gin. Right. Sipsmith is a, a British brand of gin. We went to their, uh, they called it Game of Throws. That was amazing. Yeah. I loved it. So throwing is an old way of mixing cocktails. Right. Where you basically pour it from a cocktail mixing glass to the other. Back and forth, but really high up. Right. Is that, am I describing no, it right? it's beautiful. You it's describe very, what you saw. I, it, it reminded me a lot of like how they serve teas in India. You know? No, I don't. I don't either. I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think this sounded like an expert. This is like what I've seen, but okay. isn't it like in the Indian culture where they like mix the tea back and forth? And, Maybe. Okay. Well, I could be wrong, and okay. you can go ahead and correct me on that. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I'm I, learning. I really don't know. But it seemed like that. It was very theatrical. Yes. I loved it. You can serve me a cocktail like that. I'm ready. I'm. I am way too clumsy. I can barely shake it. Well, okay. So. So let's back up. Throwing a cocktail is like shaking or stirring a cocktail. Yes. But what you do instead is pour from a cocktail tin like four feet up into another cocktail tin Mm -hmm. very theatrically. Right. Back and forth. And that's how you, quote unquote, shake it. I can't imagine it gets it that cold, but I don't really know. I guess we didn't have a chance to try. But we had some Sipsmith cocktails, and it was was good stuff. Mm -hmm. Enjoyed that. And then we made our way to the... Absolute party right, right. welcome reception is yes. what it was called. I was really excited about this one. This one was going to be held at the Ace Hotel, which yes. is a new hotel for New Orleans. Yep. You said like a couple of months it's yeah. been open. I don't even know if it's that long. Yeah. But Ace is kind of a chain. There's one in downtown LA. There's It's in hip areas. Yes. Is that... I see your quotations. Okay. I like the hip areas. Yeah. Right. I like the hip culture of it. It's beautiful. Yeah. I really, it, it was dark, so I really wish I could have taken more photos. But um, yeah, they had a very uh, whimsical and foresty, can I say? Foresty. Like, I liked it a lot. Yeah. So the, abs- the idea was like a forest fantasy. I don't really know what it was called. That's what I'm calling it. Yes. But it was like you would go in a room and it had a theme. 
It was like, this theme is Bloody Mary. Yes. And they would have an actress dressed <laughs> and sort of like moving strangely. It looked really beautiful. And then the cocktails in there were like Bloody Mary related. Yes. Like spicy I ones. took one of those. Did I Did I tell you that? I don't know if I told you that. Yeah, I, the, I saw you take the one in the vial. Yes. And what did so you say? So at her feet, there was like shots in vials. Yes. And um, it was hot. <laughs> I should have thought about it. Like, okay. Bloody Mary, this might be a little spicy, or I don't know, what was I thinking, pomegranate maybe? I have no idea, but it was a little spicy. <laughs> All the cocktails in that room were spicy. I noticed that on the little sign. I should really? have warned you. Yeah. I looked at it, and I was like, nah, not for me. <laughs> went, to, went to the other room while you were drinking hot shots from a from a syringe or whatever what was a, a, some a vial of some sort and then so all the themes there was like the forest guy in the one room and it was interesting it was a big I party think there, was, there a was, was a lot of people a kraken yes there's no krakens in the forest there was this one what? in this particular forest there was yeah, a kraken there was like a <laughs> there was like a merman yeah it's, that's not a kraken no nope, not okay. at all <laughs> It's far from a kraken. A kraken is yeah. a dangerous sea creature. Mermen are not dangerous at all. Okay. All right. Well, he had like a pitchfork. Oh, okay. You know, or right. what do they call those? That's. I think the that's sea? the word. Oh, a trident. There you go. It's a pitchfork if you're on a farm. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're the in the sea, sea it's, it's, it's a, a trident. trident. Okay. Got it. All right. I'll get it together. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> so we've got a full week. It's going to be an exciting week. We're glad you're with us. Um, we've got tons of interviews coming. Today was just like a half day, so we should have tons more interviews. We've got great stuff. We're going to get some longer interviews that we save up for you right. uh, to release over the next few months. And so we're excited to be at Tales. We hope you're excited to be listening. We appreciate you tuning in, and thanks to our sponsors. I'm Greg Mays, Managing Editor of SimpleCocktails.net. And I'm Lisa Mays. Remember to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Cheers.